to Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight either an essential oil or herb that will optimize your health. Sit back and flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy. Hello everybody, this is A. Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Hopefully your summer has been going well. The weather's been hot and warm, but not too hot as we near the 4th of July. Before we begin talking about Elang Elang oil, the website is Naturopathic Earth. Please go check out all the articles that we have there. It mostly focuses on naturopathy, which makes sense given the name of the website. But if you're not familiar with naturopathy, it's just kind of a general umbrella term for treating or preventing minor maladies by using natural weapons, you could say, that we have at our disposal. So herbs, clinical nutrition, acupuncture, aromatherapy, and so on. So we have a lot of articles mostly focusing on toxins that are in our food and in our home and ways to get rid of them. And we do have food recipes, quite a few. and Most of them are gluten-free, dairy-free. And we also have some essential oil recipes, so check it out. Also, if you're interested in helping us out, we do have a Patreon account, which is a crowdfunding account. Click on the link on the episode notes, and it'll take you to our Patreon account. Please donate whatever you can. Five, ten dollars a month would be great. Even five dollars one time would be great, though you're being a little stingy. <laughs> but all joking aside, Katie and I would appreciate that. Also, you can buy Confessions of an Obese Child, my ebook, which you can find on Amazon Kindle or Barnes and Noble Nook for two ninety nine, or it's free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Details what it was like growing up morbidly overweight in the 80s and 90s and how I dealt with it, why I turned to food in the first place to deal with my dysfunctional family, and eventually how I lost the weight and how I've kept it off for so many years. It's a fun little read. I recommend you read it. Lastly, I'm a paleo-inspired health coach. If you need any help cleaning up your diet, I can help you out. I can be your, your advisor, your guru, and give you the necessary tools to clean up your life. So the prices are on the website. All right, so let's talk about Ylang Ylang. Now, some of you might be familiar with Ylang Ylang and think it's Ylang Ylang, but it's pronounced Ylang Ylang. Now, of course, if you're if you're Chinese, you might be like, oh, Gregory, you're not even pronouncing it right. Uh, Ylang Ylang comes from the Kananga Odorata plant. And we'll talk about later how there's like a high quality Ylang Ylang, the one that you can ingest. And this is one of those oils where you can ingest it if you get certified grade, like the high quality therapeutic grade kind of oil, which means you're going to have to pay a little. If you go to Tatera and Young Living, and I'm not affiliated with either, but uh, Ylang Ylang's in the middle range for a five milliliter bottle. You're probably looking around 45, 50 bucks. So it's not up there with like rose and sandalwood, but it's certainly not one of the cheaper ones. So just kind of be aware of that. Ylang Ylang is kind of famous because it, it comes from a plant that has very beautiful petals, yellow, yellow petals. And actually Ylang Ylang means flower of flowers. So it's not the most original name, but still. It has a very sweet floral scent, and for this reason, it's commonly used, you guessed it, 
for perfumes, right? For perfumes. It's pretty pretty common to see it in perfumes. In Asia and kind of the, the Pacific Rim where the plant is indigenous and it's been around, of course, since time immemorial, it was common in Indonesia and the Philippines and that area uh, for people to decorate the beds of newlyweds with ylang ylang because... As we'll mention in a second, ylang ylang, similar to sandalwood, for example, is a great aphrodisiac, similar to vetiver, our previous episode. And why would we want newlyweds having sex, right? So it's a great aphrodisiac. Actually, we want everybody having sex in the confines of marriage, of course, but we want everyone to be having sex and enjoying sex, right? It's a gift from God. All right, so ylang ylang. It has a lot of multiple usages. Uh, the reason I call this episode the exoticism of ylang ylang is because uh, most most oils don't come from, I guess, the Far East. And just the name itself is kind of exotic. That's why I came up with these names. I mean, I don't I don't think too too hard when I come up with the titles of these podcast episodes. Sometimes I try to be alliterative, like the resilience of rosemary, but most of the time I really don't. Okay, so let's get straight to some of the usages or indications. One of the benefits of Ylang Ylang is that it's a great antidepressant, and it's, uh, it, it lifts up your moods. Now, the, the, if you diffuse it, and you should definitely diffuse Ylang Ylang, uh, it's just got this great, sweet, flowery smell. It's kind of a feminine smell, guys, so maybe stick to cypress and sandalwood and cedarwood if you're looking for the more masculine smells, but... Uh, it's known to be a great antidepressant. There was some research published in 2006 that showed that it has the ability to relieve depression. And it also relaxes the body and can help drive away anxiety and sadness and some stress. And typically, I think it's just kind of known, I don't know, maybe it's just the name of it, but it's just known to kind of lift up spirits and induce feelings of joy and hope. So in extreme cases, like if you're having a nervous breakdown or you're just snapping, you're having one of those those days, put some Ylang on you or diffuse it, and it's great. Another benefit is that it's really, really good for some skin issues. Now, many oils that we've talked about have been great for skin. Um, so, you know, frankincense you can use for skin, even lavender. But uh, what really comes to mind for me are going to be cedarwood, uh, sandalwood, tea tree, even eucalyptus. I mean, a lot of these overlap, of course, these oils. Uh, but in particular, ylang is great for eczema, and cedarwood and sandalwood are both good for eczema as well. But in particular, there's a lot of studies showing in alternative health journals that it's really good for eczema. And so you can definitely apply it in the area with a, a, a carrier oil, like some grape seed oil if you want to kind of put in the area and it's also good for acne and dermatitis and some skin irritation like a wide variety of them similar and connected to that ylang is a great antiseptic so an antiseptic as opposed to a disinfectant is an antiseptic you put on living tissue whereas a disinfectant you would spray on inanimate objects so a, a great antiseptic would be peroxide right or alcohol uh, a disinfectant would be like 409 or, or something like that, which you should throw out of your house immediately because vinegar honestly can kill 95% of all pathogens by themselves. But 
if you throw in vinegar with some soap and some oils, then, I mean, you really don't need any of those things. But either way, ylang is great for cuts and abrasions and burns. It helps kill the bacteria or perhaps there's fungus over there. It's really good at avoiding sepsis and tetanus. Now, sepsis is a bacterial infection of the blood, so hopefully you'll never get that. It's pretty rare to get that. But it's really good at stymieing microbial growth and... There's other oils that do that as well, but I do want to mention that in general. As I've mentioned already, Ylang uh, is really good for romance and improving the sex life. Uh, it's probably not as effective or backed by science, alternative health science, I should say, because if you go ask your regular doctor, they're just going to laugh at the use of oils and they think it's all psychosomatic. But uh, I would say vetiver and sandalwood are probably, and this is just my opinion, of course, you don't have to listen to it, take it with a grain of salt, are better for uh, male arousal, okay? So erections and just getting in the mood. Uh, but guys, you know, if you got Elang around, you want your lady to be in the mood, diffuse that. And look, centuries, if not millennia, of Indonesians and Filipinos and Asians using it uh, can tell you that it, it, it's pretty effective, right? So it's just got a great odor, but it's definitely an aphrodisiac, so use that. Also, it's good for lowering uh, hypertension or your blood pressure. There's a lot of other oils that do this as well, but there was a study published in the Journal of Exercise Rehabilitation on the effects of Ylang on blood pressure, and it states that it's an effective agent for treating hypertension and heart problems. And, you know, what they've done in a lot of these studies is they give an oil to a, a one group and then the control group they don't give any and then they check their blood pressure or their pulse depending on whatever uh, they're, they're, they're testing for. And so in this case, their blood pressure dropped. So it could be white coat syndrome, the opposite of that, right? White coat syndrome is when your BP and pulse go up when you see a doctor checking. So maybe it's uh, if you think an oil is being put on, it just relaxes you already. Maybe it's just the, the, the odor of it that relaxes you. But either way, it's been shown to be pretty effective for hypertension. Ylang Ylang has also been known for natural hair products. Um, this is why you see women put it into lotions and shampoos and conditioners and all those things you can make at home and you know keep your body away from sodium lauryl sulfate and you know, per perfume and fragrance and all these these toxins. So um, typically with people with Elang, they put it because it's known to make your hair shinier and strengthen your hair. And it can help prevent tangles and dandruff. And similar to what we talked about with dermatitis and eczema, it's, just, it's really good for overall the integumentary system. Similar to fighting depression and, and affecting mood, Elang can be great for insomnia, similar to the vetiver and lavender. And it's it's just one of those oils that is kind of has a mild sedative effect and can lower your cortisol. We've already mentioned that it can help when you have uh, high blood pressure, but it can also help just lower your pulse and kind of relax it down. It also is known to be a, a natural energizer. We talked about this, I think, with vetiver how some of these oils seem contradictory because how can they relax you and 
fight depression and fight insomnia, but at the same time give you focus and energy? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. But Elang is good when well, you're tired, you're drained, maybe you have some adrenal fatigue, and uh, perhaps it's just a flowery scent that Elang gives out that gives people some energy. So it's a natural energizer. It's also known uh, to help with PMS. If your ladies are having some PMS issues, it's great. Lavender is also good with that as well. Lastly, uh, it's great to clean in the house, just given that it's got such a flowery, kind of happy smell to it. It's commonly used to clean the house. It's just a, like if you want like a tropical kind of odor, it's great to mix it with some jasmine, which is another kind of tropical plant. And so it's a great natural home freshener. And you can use it like that. You can also use it to relieve tension like a lot of other oils as well. Now, there's different ways you can use it. I would say that uh, I guess probably the most common one is to diffuse it, right? And, and in general, guys, I don't recommend you have your diffusers on all day. I know some people who do that. Uh, the bookkeeper where I worked at uh, beforehand, the previous bookkeeper, she literally, and I think she must have gotten these oils from Amazon, but they were like cookie dough oil or cinnamon oil. So, you know, they were diluted and vitiated and, you know, they probably had a lot of fillers and and it wasn't pure 100% organic or therapeutic grade. But uh, she would have it on all day, all day. And the research I've done and what I've seen, and when I talk to Katie, who's, who's you know, essentially a certified aromatherapist, I, you know, I, 30 minutes to an hour a couple times a day is fine. And don't, Leave your diffusers on all night, especially around your children. Um, I just don't recommend it. It's not overall recommended if you talk to some clinical aromatherapists. Of course, they are going to have their differing opinions. It depends on the oil. But in general, I would say that. So diffuse it topically. Um, you can do a one-to-one -one ratio with a carrier oil like coconut oil or whatever, jojoba, whatever you want to use. And as always, you can always test the skin for sensitivity and and this oil has other ways you can use it. Like like similar to some other oils, you can put it in a hot bath. Uh, that's great as well. I think what makes Ylang Ylang kind of different than some of the other oils that we've covered is that you can use it internally. Now, I would recommend that you consult an aromatherapist before you drink it uh, because there's different types of Ylang Ylang. Uh, there's kind of the higher grade one where they use distillation. And there's the lower one, but the FDA has approved or recognizes safe small amounts of internal ingestion of Ylang Ylang, but make sure it's therapeutic grade. And really, I mean, for the usages that we've talked about, there's really no reason to drink it because we're looking at uh, topical usage for skin issues, for your hair, aphrodisiac, depression. A lot of those things are better used if you put a couple of drops behind your ears or maybe on your wrists or your ankles uh, or you put it in your hair or you diffuse it. So maybe the internals, if you're having some digestive issues, because Elang is known to, you know, to help with some digestive issues, but as a whole, I really don't think there's any reason to drink it. Also, you can uh, give it to kids. It's one of those oils that... Uh, 
is is okay to have around children. It's pretty benign. Of course, you don't want them drinking the entire bottle because we know oils are the most potent part of any plant. So be careful with that. But those are just kind of two unique things about it. So Elang Elang, the takeaway is pretty simple. Think of tropical, flowery, feminine scent. Think of diffusing it to bring happiness and joy uh, it's kind of sexy. Think of like like I don't know like a Hawaiian luau, uh, just something that's very sensual. Uh, it's great. It's great for integumentary stuff, skin and hair. Uh, it's great for depression and insomnia and lifting your spirits. Uh, but just think of it as just kind of like a happy tropical feminine essential oil. I think that's probably the best way to kind of sum it up. Guys, as always, please hit the subscribe button. It would take you two seconds, and it helps our rankings. And please post a review for this podcast feed, Katie Essential Oil Apothecary. And uh, tell us what you think. We like an honest review. And if you have time, go check out Holistic Health News, which is our flagship podcast. It has a lot of topics that I think you would find interesting that kind of range the run the gamut from pretty much everything. Porn addiction, gaming addiction, vaginal probiotics. Uh, of course, we, we talk about a lot of e-clean stuff, what toxins are in our food and in our house. We talk about EMF radiation. We talk about Planned Parenthood. We talk about Susan G. Komen's sordid history. We talk about overpopulation. It's just like a wide range of stuff. All right, guys, until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.